Hello and welcome to the why behind the what, where the what can start a conversation, but the why can open up one's soul. My name is Nathan Albert, and as always, I'm so glad you are listening to this podcast today. This season, we are discovering the divine all around us, seeing the spiritual in everything, and hopefully being surprised by the sacred. We'll see where it goes. I once worked for a small regional theater outside of Nashville, Tennessee. I was performing the role of Festy in the show Twelfth Night by William Shakespeare. It was my first professional production of Shakespeare, and I felt completely over my head, but so honored to be working with some incredible actors. There was a profound moment in rehearsal that I was able to witness, and I have never forgotten it. I was sitting in the back of the theater, going over my lines, while on stage the woman playing the lead role of Viola was reciting a monologue. She's working with the director on her scene and stage work. Now in the show, uh, Viola is washed ashore after being shipwrecked, and in this monologue she's grieving the death of her twin brother, who she believed was lost at sea. Now, I heard this monologue many times before, with any rehearsal, We'd spend hours and hours going over the same scene, hours and hours spent in this small little theater. Rehearsals were often routine, even mundane. Sometimes they seemed like a waste of time. So I knew how this actress would normally recite this monologue. I I probably could recite some of it myself just from overhearing it so often. But this time, as I sat in the back of the theater, all of a sudden my attention was drawn away from my script as I was working on my lines. I heard something different in her voice. It changed. Her tone changed. Her her phrasing was different. The volume of her speech increased. And as I looked up, I started to watch what was unfolding on stage. As she recited this monologue, she began crying through her words, weeping, actually, something she had never done before. At one point, she almost started screaming as she was reciting these lines about the death of her twin brother. With raw emotions, we could hear this grief and pain. I mean, it was palpable throughout the entire theater. And at this point, the entire cast, we were spread out all over the theater. We were all watching. We all knew something was different was happening. And at the end of her monologue, as she is screaming and weeping this grief about her brother's death, she fell to her knees, what seemed like from exhaustion and grief, and she just kept crying and crying and grieving and grieving. And no one said anything. The scene didn't continue. The other actors didn't continue the scene. We all just watched as she grieved. The only sound in that theater was her crying. Eventually, the director stood up and softly whispered, Are you okay? Should we keep going? And she nodded yes. She wiped her tears. She stood up and continued the scene. And rehearsal went on. But we all knew something special and unique had just happened. We all knew we witnessed something that we had never seen before. I once had an acting mentor who said to me that some of the best 
acting doesn't happen in a performance with an audience, but it happens in rehearsal when so few people are watching. And those performances become the most unforgettable ones. That rehearsal was her best performance. It was real. It was raw. It was sacred. It was as if all the emotions within that monologue flowed out from her soul for us to see. It was some of the truest acting I have ever, ever seen in a rehearsal. And I was in absolute awe of her performance. It was her best performance. And it never happened again. It never happened in front of a live audience. In the many times she performed that monologue, day after day, week after week, she never cried like that. She never fell to her knees like that. Her voice never wavered and changed like it did. She didn't end the monologue with with tears. There was never a moment of silence where an audience just watched her cry and grieve like we did. Our cast, though, All the other actors, we knew what had happened in rehearsal. We knew it could happen in a performance. Even though it never did, we we had that glimpse that maybe it would happen again. But that performance in that rehearsal, it was like our little gift that no one else got to see. Something so beautiful and real and raw just for us to witness. In some ways, I think God is like this. I think God surprises us with the sacred when we least expect it, maybe when we're not even paying attention. And so in our spiritual journey, we might find ourselves in the back of the theater, minding our own business, doing our own thing, and something or someone gains our attention and we witness something beautiful and sacred and powerful in something that is so ordinary. And our job in that moment is to witness the sacred performance, to be a captive audience member. Or perhaps we might be rehearsing a scene on stage, saying the same lines over and over. This could be a spiritual practice. It could be centering prayer or meditation or Lectio Divina, even a church service. And without noticing it, the divine somehow flows through us unlike anything we have previously experienced. And we are brought into a liminal space where we experience the divine as close to us as our breathing, filling the entire space around us. And we are left stunned and in awe. And we know it doesn't happen every time. God doesn't show up because we say some magic spell. Instead, the divine surprises us, surprises us with a gift, a beautiful gift just for us. So today, I hope you are reminded, God will surprise you. God just might offer you a beautiful gift, a gift just for you. And God just might surprise you with the sacred through the ordinary. Because when this happens, it changes the whole performance. Friends, thanks so much for listening to the why behind the what. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. This truly is a huge help to me. Also, if you can share this episode in your social media circles, I'd be so thankful. 
as it helps others find this podcast. As always, this podcast is written, recorded, and edited on Monacan land. Until next time, may you have peace, may you have calm, may you have happiness. Happiness.